to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show, follow the show on Twitter at Strict Anonymous or follow me, Kathy, at uh, Cartoon Therapy on Twitter. If you want to buy my book, I got a couple of people buying my book this week. I don't even know who they are. But it's always exciting when I go into Kindle and see. Um, I have a book that I wrote. It's about all my... Um, bad relationships with guys it's like starts off with my losing my virginity story all the way till i turn 40 and it's kind of hilarious um and it'll definitely make you feel better about yourself because all of my relationships were pretty horrific uh the title of the book is the cartoon misadventures of a total train wreck and it is on amazon you could find it there you could purchase it it's a kindle ebook it's like 2.99 i personally think it's hard to read on the kindle even though you could make it big you can't really expand it it's just the way that they have it set up so it's going to be much better as a hard copy book and that should be out like next week i'm just getting the cover ready and done um so anyway this week i have on the show a guy named vincent i just edited the podcast i taped a lot of podcasts recently so they weren't, his podcast wasn't fresh in my mind, but I just edited it. So I heard the whole thing and I remembered who he was and what he was all about. And the deal with Vincent is uh, he's like a, a, a typical, like, I feel like he has a typical story, though he doesn't think he's typical. He's like the, a guy who's like 31 and he's just sort of lost his way in life. He lives at home with his mom. He's on disability. There doesn't seem to be a reason for him to be on disability. He doesn't even really know how it happened, which sounds a little strange, but you know, you'll get the whole story when you listen to the podcast. Um, he doesn't fuck girls yet. He would like to, and he's kind of trapped. He's got no job, no girl and no sort of future right now. And, uh, he calls in not because he wanted to, more so because it was like this weird thing that happened on Twitter. I have a guy who follows my show on Twitter, John Hamilton. I love him. He's really cool. He's like one of my fans since the beginning, and he always tweets me and and interacts with me, and I love that kind of stuff. So he's like one of my favorite fans because he's been there since the beginning. And he, he direct messaged me and said, hey, you know, you should talk to this guy. I've been trying to help him. He's got some issues and maybe you could help him. So he pushed him on to me and then the guy called. But he's a, you know, when I post, the reason why I love actually posting ads on Craigslist um, is because people re that respond are people that are really at the place in their life where they really want help. And they're really at that place where they are wanting, you know, information that will help them really change their life. This guy didn't respond to an ad. It was really his friend that pushed him. It's his friend that wants him to change. So I don't know if he's ready yet, but I feel like I gave him, I was a little tough on him. I, 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 when I listened back, I was like, oh, normally I'm a little bit like less harsh on my guests, but I was a little tough on him because I just wanted to shake him and change him. And I wanted him to be ready to do what he needs to do to change his life. I just don't know if he's there yet. I hope he listens to this podcast a million times and listens to some of the things I said to him because I gave him really good advice. Uh, he's just a guy stuck in a rut. He's not, you know, he thinks really poorly of himself and he's not that bad of a guy. He's not a loser, though he's uh, 
like living the life of one and he's young he's only 31 he has plenty of time and now is the time he has plenty of time to change himself and now is the time to do it and um that's what we talk about we talk about his life how he got to where he's at why he thinks he's there and what he's doing or not doing to change his situation so i will be right back on with vincent Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, is this Mark? Is that what we're calling you, Mark or Vincent? <laughs> I have two podcasts Vincent, today. Right. I have two guys calling in today. There's a Mark and there's a Vincent. Oh, you're Vincent. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. So, yeah, how you doing? How, how you doing, Vincent? So this is the deal. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast. I think you got turned on to it by a different, by one of my um, listeners on Twitter. Normally I find my... Yeah. Normally, I find my callers on like Craigslist or adult friend finders. Like, you know, my show is like a call and advice show or people call in and they reveal like their secret life. So, you know, a lot of my stuff winds up to be about sex. But um, this morning when I woke up, I saw all these tweets from my one of my regular listeners saying, oh, you should have this guy on the show. And that's you, Vincent or whatever. I mean, you could plug your Twitter name later if you want. Doesn't matter to me, but um, Vincent is your made-up name because my show is called Strictly Anonymous. So I don't really know much about you except from what I see on your Twitter feed and from what that guy said about you, about why I should have you on the show. Now, I don't know if you're privy to that information. If I, I forget if he sent that to me in a, you know, in a, in, um, a private message, but I think basically how he pitched it was like, this guy needs some help with women. <laughs> yeah, he... Um... Yeah, he was on Twitter, and um, yeah, just I mentioned that he does that sometimes. So he's really cool. Add Hamilton Brakeley on Twitter. He's a really cool guy. You yeah, follow him. He's probably one of the greatest guys on Twitter to ever follow. Right. So, how long uh, have you guys been chatting on Twitter? For about since um, AnthonyCumio dot com started. Uh huh. Um, we're both uh, fans of that show. We love it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. So we um. We started talking as soon as Anthony got fired. So, um, and after that, you know, we started DMing each other. We DM a lot, and then, and we talk publicly. So we do both. So I talked to him more, and I talked to anybody else on Twitter. Right. Well, let me ask you this: so, Before you got into Anthony Cumia, were you a big Opie and Anthony fan? I'm assuming yes, right? Oh, of course, yes. Love that show. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember me because um, there was once a time I, I got like death threats from you people. Like it was hilarious. It was kind of fun for me, which was whatever. But I just really had never experienced the Opie and Anthony uh, wrath of their audience before. <laughs> but Joe DeRosa, you know, Robert Kelly, you know, Joe DeRosa, right? You know, these people from the show, I'm assuming because you listen all the time. Do you know them? Yeah, well, actually, you know what? John was telling me about you and DeRosa. Yeah, do you remember um, that podcast? Fallout. Yeah. So there was, was like this. I, I never heard it, but I'm listening to it later. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, sure. Okay, you'll but... hate me after the fact. Supposedly, like there was. No, um, well, I hate you. I fucking hate DeRosa. So. Oh, you do? I had him on my show. I like him. He's fine. We all we all made up afterwards. But the whole deal was was I was on Robert. Robert Kelly's a good friend of mine. I was on his podcast. He set me up with. It was when Joe DeRosa. 
who's also a comedian. Robert Kelly's podcast is called You Know What, Dude. It's a great podcast. Yeah, I love Bob Kelly. Yeah, he's great, right? And that was actually, they yeah. named it the best podcast ever, I think. It was in, um, it was a couple of years ago. It wound up to be a great episode where he sent me out on a date with Joe DeRosa. And um, at the end of it, because I wouldn't go back home with him and I wouldn't make out with him and I wouldn't do anything with him, he like flipped out on me and wanted me to pay half the bill. And I was like, oh, fuck yourself. And then it became this huge battle about like how a woman should pay if she's not interested and blah, blah, blah. And then we came back on the show and had a recap about the date and things got pretty vicious. Joe walked off the show. It was like kind of crazy. And then he went around like sort of talking about it and he went on Opie and Anthony and let me tell you every single person sided with him <laughs> except oh, a couple really? people that fucking hated him and I think that John Hamilton guy was one of them they were on my side well, if you I... really listen to it I mean he was like a he was like a he was like an insensitive he was like an overly sensitive baby and uh I think I still listen to it to this day and I think I was right. You could, you know, you could do what you want with it. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about you because this is the deal. Yeah. I could go through your Twitter feed and I could just see like you're obsessed with porn. You're like one of those people and there's a lot of people like you on Twitter. I've seen it before, you know, where, you know, you're just like retweeting a lot of stuff, a lot of boobs, a lot of big tits, a lot of you know pictures of porn like all that kind of shit right and uh yeah. you're obsessed with those shows and those people and stuff but like what do you do in your real life like what's your deal you I, can't get a really a sense about you like i could look through there and there's not much you say you retweet a lot about a lot of things so i get what you're into um but like what's your deal in your life outside of like that kind of stuff are you dating anyone are you married how old are you i'm not dating anybody i'm not married i'm 31 have you ever and, dated anyone? Um, yeah, it was like I dated somebody, but it was like years ago, and it ended viciously. So yeah, that always happens to everybody. Then. I mean, it never ends. You know, I had a guy on yesterday who was talking about how it ended so bad, and he was like, uh, you know, I wish it would have ended amicably. Like, I don't know. Newsflash to everybody out there: relationships never end well, and if they do, that's like two people involved in that relationship are fucking weirdos because if you really like somebody and you guys get into a relationship and you decide it's over it's going to end badly and if it doesn't like i said people are weird like that's weird so everything kind of ends viciously like did she cheat on you or something like really horrible no we were doing drinking a lot of drugs and all that shit and mm -hmm. um then um we got into a huge fight over something so fucking retarded one day mm -hmm. and then um she ended up I threw something and it accidentally hit her, I swear. Did, okay, but let me ask you this. When you threw it, were you trying to hit her? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was trying to hit the wall. Just okay. Hit her. Oh, you're one you of know, those. When you fight, you like throw shit and break your own stuff, which is like the most stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Like, I mean, I know people like that. And it's like, what do you get out yeah. of that? What, breaking your own stuff when you're angry. So you well, threw something. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so how long yeah. were you dating her for? Uh, two years. Right. And then it just ended with a cop scare, you know, and that was it, you know, and I caught up with her a couple of years later mm -hmm. and we were just having sex and that's all it was. And then, but it just got to the point where I didn't really want to be around her anymore. I mean, How come? I think about her still. I miss the sex, but you know. How come you wouldn't just like bang her and like have a booty call with her after the fact? How come you stopped because that? she making me work for it and I just got annoyed. She what? I was like, I'm not you making me work for it. I'm like, fuck this, you know? What do you mean? Like, just she wanted to be taken I mean, out to dinner and stuff like that? 
yeah, she wanted me to travel to work and she's mad. I'm like, <laughs> you know? Right. She, she was giving, she, she probably didn't want to have sex with you. She probably was just like giving you that, but she wanted all the other things. Like a lot of times it's just an exchange when it comes to women and men like that. Like it's sad to say, you know? Whereas like you said, yeah, like well, if she, you just want the sex, like just give me the sex if that's what it's about. Yeah, well, she got pregnant from some guy. But we both fucked her at the same time, like, you know, within two days of each other. Mm-hmm. So we both, neither of us knew who the father was. Right. But she kept telling me it was me, just so I'd fucking do shit for her. I don't want to be a deadbeat. The other guy didn't give a shit about her at all. And then when so, did she find know. out? Like, did she, I'm assuming she did some sort of paternity test and found out it wasn't you? Well, she got an abortion eventually. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So right. It was good for both of us. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, so you guys but, stopped having sex. So what's your deal now? Like, I mean,. And, like, why would John Hamilton, just knowing you through Twitter, say, hey, like, why don't you have this guy on your show and give him some advice he needs, like, a push with women? Like, are you, do you feel, like, sort of maybe, you know, gun-shy with women now because of that relationship? Because I think that that happens a lot of times with both men and women. I live at home with my mom. I'm on disability. You know, I can't just hold a job more than 20 minutes. How come? What are you on disability for? Mental problems. I have fucking like <laughs> I can't get out of the job. I just well, okay, wait, 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 wait. What are your mental problems? Like, I, you know what? I honestly don't know. I don't know where one day I got a phone call saying you're going disability, and I said okay. And I from who? Me. I mean, who you did know? you get the call from? Like your boss? No, I just got a call from some government guy. Okay, well, and maybe your mom put that in for you or somebody maybe close to you maybe filed for it for you. I don't know. Why can't you hold jobs? What happens to you? I longest job I've held was there seven months, and I just start. I think I lose interest after a while, and I just can't get back into it, no matter what I do. Okay, but that's not. That's just called being like maybe not interested in doing something. Maybe you're like doing the wrong thing in life. Like, what did you go to? Did you go to like you're 31? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Like, did you ever go to college, or like, what did you always want to do with your life, and what kind of jobs have you had? I never had any aspirations when I was younger until mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like this whole, you know, I, when I got into ONA, I, I figured to myself, you know, I would love to do radio. That's it, you know? Okay. Why don't but you start then, your own podcast? Oh, I mean, I, I've heard from people saying you got to actually have to be a celebrity before you start a podcast or nobody's going to know who you are. Nobody knows you who know? the fuck I am and I get like a thousand listeners a week. Seriously, you don't need to have any. You could just do a podcast like from your house. Like seriously, you just need some equipment. Um, really, I would love to. You know, it would be really cool. I love calling. Do shows, it. You, know? you should do it. Let me. You know what? We'll do. I'll do after this podcast. I actually taped an episode with a with somebody who had called into my show because <clears throat> he wanted me to teach him how to start his own podcast because Robert Kelly was the one who taught me and he gave me like the the quick way of like you know all the information that I would need to set up my own podcast. So I taped it i put it on tape because i was going to put it out there as a podcast but then i figured the people that listen to my show probably don't want that information so i've just had that in you know in my on my computer so i'll send it to you and you should listen to it and you know you know if you want to start a podcast it's going to be all the information that you need to do it and you're basically not working and you're sitting home so if it's what you love to do you may wind up doing that and not get bored of that maybe you just get bored of the other stuff because you're not into it not because you're crazy yeah well, yeah, oh yeah. Well, I just I was dying into it. I was trying, and when I was working, I was working at a job that I really loved. It was a you know bullshit job, but still, I really liked it. What was it? Working at Lowe's. You were working at Lowe's, okay? And so you liked working at Lowe's. And what happened? Yeah, but I moved to another department. 
What department know? were you in that you love? Oh, I, I loved being, the, the, the fucking positions I had, I loved it because it, it required me to be outside. You know, okay. pushing carts mm-hmm. required me to be away from customers and away from bosses and all that shit. Right. And I mm-hmm. fucked that up. How come? By moving, I'm sorry. Oh, by moving. Um, but, but why can't you go get a job doing doing that, carts or shit like that outside with another company? I'm sure that's available. Wow. Oh, because you're on disability now. Yeah. You'd cut out your cash, right? Yeah, well, I'm now I'm helping my mom pay her bills. So I figured I got to stay on there for a little, a little while longer so I can help her. You know, she's working, but I got to you know, pay her mortgage for her and all that. So, so, so being just, on disability helps you right now. It's like the cash. How much you get on disability? Like a month. A month. Yeah. Eight hundred a month. Okay. How long you been on it for? Uh, four years. Yeah, that's so weird. It's like some somebody's like making you believe that you're crazy, and you're probably not crazy. You're probably a little like you know don't know. A lot of people don't know what they want to do in their life for a long time. Like that's why I think it's like such bullshit that they force kids to go to college, you know, at twenty and figure out what they want to do for the rest of their life because you don't even know who you are at twenty. I'm like you're like an amoeba at that point. I think when you get in your thirties, you really start to figure yourself out. So I think sometimes people don't really realize what they want to do or they think something like you like they think oh I want to be on the radio but then you think oh I can't do that you know what I mean I'm not good enough for that because you don't want to set your sights so high I don't know but you should try to do whatever it is that you want to do you only live once like I gotta tell you you're gonna fucking die like that really happens to people (laughs) so it's like you know you don't want to waste your your time you know you want to do something you're probably just like I mean the fact that you're on disability and you're told that you're too crazy to work is kind of bullshit. And I don't know if it's you bullshitting the system or somebody bullshitting the system so that you're on it, or just, maybe you really are crazy. Or you're not really giving me all of the information. No, no, I, don't know. I swear it just came out of fucking nowhere. Like, you know, it just happened so quick. I have no idea, you know, where it came from, but I just went with it because the figures, it was just free cash. At the time I was drinking. Yeah. Fuck. We crashed. Yeah. And I was drinking really heavily at the time. too. So, I figure it's a good way to get paid to sit home and get drunk all night. But, right. So, know. but that's going to cock block you from women because you're going to go on a date and what are you going to say? Oh, I'm on disability and I don't have a job and I live with my mom. Like, that's your problem, right? Yeah, that is. And I told John that on Twitter. And so, you know, it's like, but I think he, and I appreciate him doing this, but I think he referred me to you because he sees my Twitter account, you know, uh-huh. just women constantly, like you saw. So, yeah, is that just and, out of boredom? I mean, because you have nothing else going yeah. on? Yeah, it is. I get bored every easily and I get irritated. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know how. When I would, I would haven't had a job in years. Yeah, that's not good for somebody that, that has like a like somebody that has a brain or a mind that gets bored very easily. You know, that's like the worst thing for somebody like you to do, right? Because you're going to, then your brain's going to like glom onto something to sort of get addicted to. So it could just like ruminate over something. And you know, for you, it's like porn and, you know, pictures of girls tits. Like it's all over your, your feed. Right. And like I said, I've seen a lot of guys like that and I'm sure it's the same thing. It's just like strictly boredom. It's somebody that's not really living their life in real life, you know, and you're just like living it in your head and you're taking like a big fat pause, you know, for four years, but, you know, you're pretty young and it's like it's a total waste because, you know, at 31, I, what do you, let me ask you this. What do you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10? Like looks wise, the whole package. Oh, I, I still got a beer gut and all that shit. I just trust me. I know we're near 10. Well, what are you? <laughs> one to 10? Even, what do you say you are? 
I'm maybe fuck I'm four. <laughs> okay, so you're you're just you don't really look so great. You're four. What how what what would you have rated yourself at the time when you dated that girl? Were you more than a four back then? Oh, oh, I was so skinny. I was I think I was a lot better back then. Me, so you way, tend to gain weight. So you've gained weight. You've gained weight, and that's taking you down a bunch of notches. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I was very skinny, very skinny. I started drinking, and I just the weight never went away. You right? Know, Have I, you stopped drinking, or are you still drinking? Years. Okay, I'm sober twelve oh, years. No, you're sober two years, and the weight didn't come off when you quit. Because a lot of times it really drops off when you stop drinking. Because there's a lot of sugar and alcohol. You know, sugar alcohol turns to sugar, so it's just like very fattening. I know when I quit drinking, people thought I had anorexia because I'm skinny to begin with, and I didn't really realize when I quit drinking how much I needed to, you know, add those calories back in. Because once I quit, I lost so much weight it was like a little bit weird, you know. Um, and then eventually my body evened out and I, I can't eat whatever I want anymore. And it's not like I lose weight naturally, but for you, even though you quit two years ago, you didn't lose all the weight. No, I quit once in a relapse. And then the second time I fucking, when I started drinking again, then the weight didn't go away. The weight went away the first time I quit drinking. Uh-huh. I was working out a lot, mm-hmm. but I can't get into the whole working out thing again. I just, the first time I was doing it like crazy. The second time I quit drinking again, I just, I just, did you I get bored of that it. too? Did you get bored of that Very too? Very fucking, oh my God. Right, that's so what happens to you. <laughs> you get bored of a lot of things. Yeah. Let me just tell you something that, like, I think that sometimes people don't really understand. Like, a lot of things in life, like, whether it's working out or w- working a job or whatever, like, there's always, like, negatives to stuff. Like, I mean, nobody that works out all the time consistently for years, like, loves it all the time and doesn't get bored of it. The difference between. You know, those people and you is that when they get bored of it, they just fucking continue. And you have to have that self-discipline in life that when things get tough or difficult or boring or whatever, that until you find something else, like whether it's another job or if it's working out and it works for you and it's good for you, you just got to fucking stick with it or try to find different ways to work out that'll, you know, entertain you. I don't know if the problem is you get bored of anything or you just haven't figured out what it is that you really like to do to keep yourself fit, what you really like to do as far as jobs are concerned. Do you know what I mean? But you're like wasting your life away. A, you have the yeah. you, you're fat, you live with your mom, you're on disability, which is total bullshit. And yeah, you can't fuck girls in real life. So you just have like this Twitter feed that just makes you look kind of like a desperate loser. And you're probably not. You had a girlfriend at one time, right? You had jobs. You yeah. have thoughts in your head. You're still young. You're 31 years old. If you're 51 years old and you're still like this, you definitely will be a full-fledged loser, right? Right now, you're yeah. still young enough to change that shit around, right? Yeah. And you have to. Yeah. It's very important. I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to go right now. What do you mean you don't know what to do? It's not easy. It's just, it's impossible to find a job now. And it's just, I don't know. Well, no. Okay, listen, you don't, it's not impossible. You're not probably not looking because like you said, you have to stay on disability for a little while longer, right? Because you're paying your mom's bills or whatever. What Do you have it in your mind how long you have to do that for? How much Uh, longer? I have, I I really, I have fucking no idea right now. I would have to um, look into it. I don't know. I just, everything's scrambled. I have no answers right now. You have no what? Everything's always, you know, no answers. Everything's, oh, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. From your mother? You mean her, she doesn't give you answers? Or you don't have the answers for yourself? Well, it's not her. It's just my family and all that. 
she works with my family and all that stuff. We don't know what's happening. What does she do for your family? What when you say she works for your family, what does she do? She watches my infant cousin while you know my aunt's at work. Right, so she gets money for that. Yeah, and then she gets money uh, from you. Yeah, she gets money from me, and she um, but they're opening a new massage place. She what? My aunt is opening a massage place. Uh huh. So there might be more shit going on. So I might be maybe I'm you know, I might be helping my aunt with that. You know, maybe working in the office. Maybe I can meet people and get off this shit, you know? Oh, so you're going to get really bored of office shit. Okay, listen. That's not going to... Working in a massage place with... I don't know. Is it a legitimate massage place? <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a franchise, yeah. Okay, you're going to get bored of that too. Okay, you already know yourself. You know that you like to be outside. You hate dealing with people. And I get that. I think it's very hard to service, to be, to work in the service industry and deal with the public. Okay. Cause people are just fucking irritating. Okay. So I totally understand that. You know, you know that about yourself. You like, you'd rather push carts. Okay. For like probably $6 an hour than deal with people. So you are not going to be happy in a place dealing with people coming in for a massage. You will get irritated with that very fast. So don't look for that to be like your end all be all. If I were you. I try and figure out, like, you know, you say you have no answers, but you could get, you have to start thinking about, like, the answers and the solutions to your problems. Because, you know, your life is in your hands. If you want to get fucked in real life, because you probably just jerk off a lot, you're going to have to change your situation. Like, when was the last time you got laid with a real girl? Uh, New Year's Eve, not last year. <laughs> this year, New Year's Eve, 2014 to 15, or the year before that? year before that. So almost two years, you haven't fucked a real person in real life? No. What about blowjobs, anything, making out, like anything with any girl? Or was the last time, was that the last time you had any kind of physical contact with a female? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's really bad, especially because you're a guy that really likes sex, right? I see your Twitter thing. You're just like obsessed with it, right? Now is the time yeah, but you like you love porn now because you can't you're too you just literally have gotten yourself so far away from real life that that's why porn is great for you. But like you could actually live a real life, come out of the fucking closet and you could actually like fuck girls in real life. Like, wouldn't you rather do that? I mean, I'm not saying porn is bad and porn is great. And someone for someone like you, it's probably like your lifeline right now. But um, you're still really young and you should be banging real girls in real life. Yeah, you're not going to do that if you feel fat and gross. Okay, listen, there's plenty of guys that are fours that could find chicks. Okay, I really believe that. I always say this, like watch an episode of Intervention and you'll see a person in a fucking puddle on drugs and then you'll see his wife or her husband run out and save her. You know, there's somebody for everybody. So really, you know, if you were a four women, though, what I was never good with women, though, like I was never even when I was a teenager or when I was working, it was just never ever lucky with women no matter what I did. how did you get that one so, girlfriend yeah she was you know she was fucked up like me so you know See, listen you think that there aren't other fucked up people like you especially in florida you live in florida i'm sorry to out your state but this florida is filled with tons of weirdos okay they're for every yeah. weirdo there's another weirdo okay you're not like i think what a lot of people get stuck on thinking and it's kind of egotistical is that like you're the only one that's so weird and we could all get trapped in our minds and think we're so different and we're so weird and no one can relate and like trust me like i see a million people like you on twitter there you're not really that 
weird. You know, you're like a lot of people. You're just stuck in a rut, you know, and you need to get out and you need to stop like sort of creating these ideas about yourself in your head. Like I said, there's fat guys that are fours that fuck girls and have girlfriends because they don't feel like they they can't even though they look like that because there's other fours. There's girls that are fours that you could meet. Okay, but you have it in your head that you've put yourself down like a thousand times in this podcast. You know, you think you're too weird. You think you're gross. You think you're too fat. So, of course, you're not going to meet anybody because you feel terrible about yourself. Right. So, you know, who do you need to be for yourself to meet chicks? You need to be skinnier. You need to have a job. You need to have some cash and you need to maybe not be living with your mommy anymore. You're 31 years old. You need to get your shit together. I know you need to get, but what was she doing before you started helping her pay bills? Um, she was working. I don't know some job over there. I don't remember what. Why don't you get your mom to work in that massage place with your aunt when that? Okay, so she'll get money there. So then maybe you could like stop giving her money. Yeah, then I'm gonna do something else. Then you know, once that all all that shit gets started, then most likely I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, if I can't work there. I'll probably get a job somewhere else. But you know, just helping her off right now. Right. Listen, sometimes people do things that they don't want to do because it's the easy way, right? It's a lot. It's very easy to go work for your aunt in something that she sort of just spoon feeds to you because that's easier than going in, you know, sort of working in a place where you don't know anybody and doing job interviews and applications and all that stuff. That's like the harder thing. But I don't know that the easiest solution is always the best thing. I don't think that you'll, I think you'll eventually get really bored of working at a massage place. So I think it, you know, instead of just taking the easy way out, why don't you start having some balls and like facing your fears and really putting yourself back out there in your life to really change it? Do you have health insurance? Yeah, I do. So do you ever see a therapist? Like, have you ever had any like psychological counseling and help? Do you need to do that because you're on disability? Like, do they require you to do something like that to, so that oh, you're I like, yeah, I go weak list. Yeah. A what? I go weak list. A what? A weak list? I, yeah, I go. I go weekly to a therapist. Oh, okay. And how is how does that work for you? Do you like your therapist? Yeah, she's awesome. I like her. She's awesome. Does she help you? Yeah, she has helped me a lot. How long have you been seeing her for? Uh, a couple of years. Right. See, this is why I never became a therapist because therapists can't really shove their opinions down people's throats, and they can't really like push them to do things because they're not really allowed. You have to like really wait for people to sort of come to the conclusions themselves and when they're really ready. I'm not a therapist. I give unprofessional advice and I love shoving my opinions down people's throats. Like if I was at your house right now, I fucking shake you. I'd kick you out of the house. I'd drive you around. I'd force you to go into places like fucking shop right and just get a job pushing carts. I'd, you know, tell your mother she's got to get a job so she has to pay for it. And I'd make you stop eating so you could lose weight and get you to the gym. Okay. These are the things though that you have to do for yourself. Because if not, you're just going to be like, you know, five years is going to go by. The older you get, the more quick time goes by, right? And you're just like, time is two years have gone by and you haven't fucked a real girl. Sex is actually a really great thing in life. And you're missing out on it at a very young age. And it's bad. It's one thing if you're like 70 years old and you can't get laid anymore. Like everybody kind of understands. But you're 31. You're kind of in your prime. Yeah, I know. I just, like I said, never had luck with women. I mean, no, you I got a girlfriend once. A you got a girlfriend once. You don't have luck with women because you do. You try now to get women. 
No, not anymore. Right. What? When did you try, and how would you fail? Let me ask you this: When you would try, because you haven't been tried for two years, you've been off the map, right? Like, and you haven't been working for four years. You've been fat, so you haven't really been out there trying. So, when you did try and you failed, like, what was the deal? Like, what was your rap, and why did it not work? The same shit you see in fucking, you know, faggot fucking rom coms, like you know. (laughs) Wait, wait, no, but tell me specifically what you would ask girls out and they'd say no. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I fucking actually, I wish you would say no. They would come up with some cunty fucking excuse instead. Let me ask you this though when you were skinny before you were a four, what were you before? Like, what was the best that you could be? Like a six, a seven, an eight, a five? Like, what are you when you're at your best? Like, best shape, working, have a job? Like, what what would you rate yourself? Uh, maybe an eight. Okay. I have long hair. That's really skinny. You know. Okay, so when you're an eight, were you going after girls that were 10.5s or were you going after like eights or sevens? Because I think a lot of guys go out with girls, go after girls that are way out of their league. I see guys have such nerve trying to hit on girls that are so much better than them. And it's just like then they get sort of, you know, let down or that you know rejected and they're surprised you know and just like i think that people should really fish in their own league and maybe people will be horrified that i say that but i think that that's the way that it should be like or were you fishing out of your league or were you going for girls that were like gettable for you uh maybe i was i'm not i mean i i don't know it's all subjective so I mean, if you look back in the time, I guess you would, if you saw them and saw me and all that, mm-hmm. I guess you would make your own opinion. I don't know. Right. But, but did you, you, know. you felt like they were within your league and it was what you were interested in or attracted to? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. were you high on I drugs and wasted and acting really sloppy? No, I wasn't doing any drugs then. No. No? So you, would, so you got was, rejected was, a lot? Yeah. Hey, high school, everything. I just you know, okay. Listen, a lot of people. I was hanging out. Yeah, I was hanging out with a girl that was had like mental problems, just so I had to want to talk to. So <laughs> I've never. That's had okay. That's okay. No, listen. Okay, you had a girl in high school that had mental problems, but you supposedly have mental problems. So, like, maybe you guys yeah, had a lot in common. Oh, okay. What about you? Have you ever been suicidal? No, never. Never. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're as mental as you think you are. I think maybe you're a little lazy and maybe you don't know how to get to that part of you that like sort of has that the discipline that you need to stick stick with things and stuff. And, you know, that sometimes when you're that kind of person, it makes things really difficult. You know, I have like intense discipline and that really helps. And I know that some people just don't have that in them and they have to like sort of try really hard to have discipline when things get tough to work through it. Um, But you know, for you, when you met that girl, the girl that you dated, is that the girl from high school that had mental problems? The girl you dated for two no, years? No. Did you pick her up no, in a no. bar and she didn't reject you? No, I picked her up. I, I was at night school and I picked her up. Mm-hmm. And I ended up fucking her and I met her. Right. And then you dated her for two years. Yeah. Listen, some guys that, you know, have never fucked a girl and that are virgins at whatever age they are would say that, you know, you don't have such bad luck. How do you meet a girl and you fuck her the first night? That's not bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, then we ended up dating. Yeah, it was awesome. And so, you know, we should have never started drinking and doing drugs and all that. And then, you know, it probably would have worked out better. But her father was giving her drugs and just doing it. So, 
Right. Listen, so shit goes and, shit goes down and shit doesn't work out. And that's just life. OK, most people are not going to meet the first person they meet. They're not going to marry and spend the rest of their life with. I've had, you know, 80,000 boyfriends and had 80,000 endings. You know, that's just the way that it goes. Right. You get bored really easily. So I don't know how long you're going to be happy with one woman anyway. OK, so two years is a good run. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. You were in your yeah. 20s. Right. You had a girlfriend for two years. That's that's a success. I think that that's yeah. great. And it ended and whatever. You're probably better off for it. But now you're in a massive rut and you need to um, have the balls to put yourself back out there. And you have to stop putting yourself down. And you have to stop like living in high school. I'm sorry, but high school is not the end all be all. There's so many people that were. No, but you talk about it like as if you're bad. Yeah, but uh, there are tons of people that were bad in high school. I didn't get ass in high school. And they change things around when they're older okay like there's most of the people that were popular in high school turn out to be the biggest losers when they're older and a lot of the nerds in high school or what you know turn out to be the most successful and they get the most bitches because they have the most money so you can't go by high school you've been out of high school a long time who cares if you were a loser in high school that couldn't get girls you're a 31 year old man now do you know what I'm saying? And you need to like realize that and forget about who you were in high school you need to lose your beer gut right and that's just a matter of like, you know, maybe changing your diet and figuring out how to eat better and maybe being more active and working out a little bit. Even if you don't want to work out every day, you know, work out more than you do. Anything that you do different at this point right now will make a difference in your life. Do you understand? Yeah. But, but just. I just miss. Yeah. I just miss my ex-girlfriend. Since I was just oh, get the- over your ex-girlfriend. How long has it been? Uh, 10 years. <laughs> 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 you don't get over a girl that swallows. Excuse me? So. You don't get over... Lots of girls swallow. I swallow. I've swallowed all my life. There's plenty of girls that swallow, okay? Seriously. That's... She, maybe she's the only girl... Was she the only girl you fucked in your life? Like, honestly, how many girls have you slept with in your whole life? No, I've slept with a few girls. Yeah. Okay, what is she's a few? A few, they swallow. say, is three. How many girls have you really slept with in your life? Can you count? Uh, Four. Four. Okay, and she was the only one that swallowed. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you as a woman who talks to a lot of people. I live in New York City. You know, a lot of people that you have sex. I'm 46 years old. I've been around the block myself. There's a, like, you know, you've only been with four girls. One out of four girls swallows. That's probably like a good, like, statistic. That's probably what it is. Like, probably every one in every four girls swallows. If you do four more girls, you'll find another girl who swallows like that's just a fucking fact okay she's not the only girl that swallows she's just your last girl and that's you know you want to say oh you want to make a joke like she's the only girl that swallows i can't forget about her but it seems like you're holding on to the past and you need to let go of that because you just feel like you can't find anybody else what my president is actually exciting so i i you know no, I know. I, I get that. I could tell just by your Twitter feed that you just like sit home and you like live in this fantasy world of porn with all these hot girls that you're never going to get. And you're just and that's like a waste of your life because you're really you're still really young and you could really turn everything around for yourself. But you have to make that choice. And it is hard. But you know, the payoff is great. Like you could have real blowjobs, real girls swallowing, a real girlfriend so you could finally forget about the girl from 10 years ago, okay? Like you need to get over that shit. But you're only going to get over her when you get another girl. Really, what are your real issues? You don't really seem to have that 
big of any problems. You're just like your own worst enemy. What are your issues? I don't know. I just am now talking to a girl that's actually in New York. Yeah, you're talking to a girl that's in New York, and? Yeah, but it just seems very... It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But well, how you t- how did you meet her and what's going on with her? Because maybe she's catfishing you. Let's figure it out. Who's the girl in New York that you're talking to? It's a girl that, you know, the guy who referred me to you, she, she fucking hates her. But, um... Whatever. You I need some action, her. so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so it's how funny. did you meet her? He's going to kill me for mentioning her now. But, um... It's okay. He'll um, definitely listen uh, to this she, podcast. I, uh, what we call it, I met her on Twitter. She was, you know, part of Anthony's whole world over there, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, so I met her on Twitter. So we talk and we text each other a lot. Right. Know? And she's pretty much exactly like me. She's mm-hmm. literally my fucking clone. That's great. That's great. And, but it, it, she's one of those, you ever text somebody and then when they text you back? It takes them like a fucking year and a half to text you back. It's like, oh, I saw a tweet from you that said you were looking for a girl who texts really quick, <laughs> texts back really quick. Yeah. She takes a long time yeah. to text you back. Yeah. She's very like, you'll be in a conversation with her and bang, she'll just stop. Yeah, it's so annoying. I I agree. That shit is so, because that's kind of like, imagine where you're talking in real life and then you just like stop talking to somebody in the middle of a conversation. It's very bizarre and people do that. But did you ever say to her, hey, whatever her name is like why do you just disappear like where the fuck did you go like have you ever said something about yeah. it and what does she say yeah yeah we got into, uh we got into fights a couple of times and i you know that's said, good oh, i can't take this anymore and i block her and, but it's, it's the second i block her she calls me on another number and all that right so you have a love-hate relationship what is her what uh, is her reason that she what is the reason that she gives you for like disappearing I'm, sometimes I I'm sorry, you cut out. What did you say? What is the reason that she gives you for disappearing via text sometimes? Oh, I don't know. She's just acting weird. It's like, I don't know. No, and no, but you said you call her out on it. What does she say? When you say, why the fuck did you just disappear? What's going on? What does she say specifically to that? No, she actually, I don't know. I actually direct messaged her recently and told her that the reason I'm acting crazy is you really messed with it with her. It's just my own shit. But, you know, she said that whole thing, I don't know. No, there's nothing wrong with making, no, no, no. See, that's where you're wrong. I think that this is where you get into this weird headspace and you think you're so crazy and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people get irritated by people who don't text back, especially if they like them and they're involved with them and this person's like inconsistent and like sometimes there and then they disappear. Like that shit's annoying to anybody. And that doesn't make you crazy if that really bothers you, just so you know. So you could just like say that to her and you don't have to turn it around on yourself and be like, oh, I'm crazy. Because then you're giving her nonsense power and you're making yourself look like, powerless and you're really not she's the one that's doing the bullshit and you don't really fucking like it and there's nothing wrong with that seriously it would drives most people wow. crazy have you like skyped with her do you know that you're really talking to her and that's what she looks like oh yeah 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 because i um you know I, yeah you know what yeah i periscope with her once you what privately i, I went on periscope uh-huh yeah and she did this privately thing where she i i periscope with her but I saw her, like, you know, you can't see each other like a FaceTime, but I saw her, and we talked to her in a Periscope privately. So, yeah, it's her. So. Okay, and, and have you guys ever, like, sexted or anything like that? No, no, no. I can't, because if you imagine sexting with her, 
You know, I'd be halfway into it, and then I have to finish off, finish off, and she fucking disappear. I can't do that. <laughs> right, she'd get you like hard and horny, and then she'd be like, right when you're about to come, she'd just like check out. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. not good. Listen, you can't give up on her, okay? You cannot give up on her just because she has... Listen, everyone has a problem and everyone has an issue and everyone has some sort of bullshit attached to them, right? But you have to think realistically, right? Right now while you're at home living with your mom and you have all this, you know, this baggage that you're dealing with and you can't get out and meet girls. A girl in, in New York that doesn't live in your state that also lives at home, it's sort of in a bad position too, who's interested in texting you most of the time is actually pretty okay for right now. Like she's a good, you know, girl for like now, you know, and I'm not saying that you should put up with the fact that she doesn't text you, but if that's the worst thing that she does and she's around most of the time, well, you might have to just deal with that because you might not be able to change that. She just might be a weirdo. You just, you know, that's okay because you're a weirdo in your mind too. Yeah, and I had a long conversation with her, and I swear I'm not gonna. And we both agreed that you know we're gonna work on this shit. Like I'm not gonna fucking do that shit anymore. So do what uh, shit? She's actually like you know block her out, all that. You know, right? Listen, you get sensitive, and your feelings get hurt when she stops texting you. So then you lash out and axe her out, and like block her, and then whatever. And that's just the game that you guys play. And somebody has to just like just do something different. You know, so it's like either you have to just say, okay, this is what she does and I'm not going to take it personally and that's cool. Or you have to say, go fuck yourself. I'm not interested. Like, you know, and if she, you know, if that, but if I were you, I'd keep her around because she's all you got. How could you meet her in real life? I don't know. I, you know, my family went up to New York for some fucked up reunion mm-hmm. with, with the rest of my family. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I could have went too. Mm-hmm. I could have went too, but then I didn't because I don't really get along with them. But I could maybe, I don't know if she would have, you know, agreed to meet me, but I could have at least tried. But, but you did, didn't even bother, so far. that's like, forget it. So what about, does she ever talk about meeting you in person? Uh, no. But we don't talk long enough to fucking go there. Like, I'm not used to this. I'm used to, if I'm talking to somebody, I usually talk to them like I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, if you try to talk to her on the phone, I don't know how much time you, she would give you. I really don't. Have you ever talked you know, to her on the phone? Yeah, I have a couple times. And how yeah. long did your conversations last? The, last? the longest conversation we had was the first time I talked to her on the phone. How long was that? Um, maybe a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. A couple of months ago? Actually, not, yeah. Was, yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. It was last. I'm so fucked up with time. It was sometime in July. Okay. So I don't know. Right. And when was the when was the last time you talked to her recently? Uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. You text every day? Yeah, we text, yeah. I see most of the texting. So then, that makes you, because she doesn't text back right away. So then I feel like a fucking creep because I'm texting her. But, you know. Whenever she texts back, who cares? Lots of guys pursue chicks like that. You, you know, that's what a man does. It's fine. If she's texting you back, then it's fine. If she's ignoring you and you keep texting her for a month, then you're a stalker, okay? But if she, you yeah, text right. her all the time and she texts back, that's totally cool. That's fine. There's nothing creepy about that. Some girls really like that. A lot of girls like to know that a guy's really into her because a lot of girls don't want to make those moves because they have their own insecurities. So maybe that works for her. Let me ask you this, though. Like, why don't you do something in your own like hometown too while you're working this girl who lives so far away from you that neither one of you is probably going to be able to afford a plane ticket to see each other like why don't you start to try and work some girls in your own town you know via tinder 
or okay cupid or plenty of fish or any of that shit like why don't you try to like get out there a little bit i'm on i'm on, tw- I'm on tinder but i just don't understand how it works I yeah i mean there. yeah i'm sorry i can't really help you with that because i don't really know how it works either but people yeah. i think get action from that like you just have to like somebody and then you start talking to them and then especially like on the weekends i think like during drinking hours it's a really good time to go on there because everyone's kind of wasted right <laughs> And so you're going to find girls that are on there that'll just like, like, where do you, if like you were going to have sex, where could you do it? Can you do it in your mom's house? Do you have a car? Uh, no, I don't have a car, but I, I gave my car to my brother because he's, um, he's going to school and all that and his car broke down. So I gave it to him so we could use it because I wasn't going anywhere. Okay. But if you were going to fuck a girl, where could you do it? Uh, I would try to get my hotel. I don't want to bring her here. It's weird. So, right, so you'd have the money for a hotel, know. you would go to a hotel? Yeah, or I'd go to the beach at night, you know. Right, you okay. Know. Do you go out? Do you have friends? <laughs> do you have friends and you do go out on the weekends? No, I go to my friend's house, but he's married to that kid. But I go over there and his chick is mad cool. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, talk openly with her. Like I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and it's fucking mad cool, you know? Right, that's great. You, you need know, people I, like that to kind of help you out and give you a little push in the right direction. I miss my drinking buddies, but, you know, I don't drink anymore. I miss drinking, but I don't Yeah, it's hard because drinking definitely creates that social environment and helps you meet people. I know, you know, and so without that, it's going to be, like, way harder for you. But you should just try Tinder. Listen, who cares about being rejected on, you know, those kind of sites? Because it's not like you met met the person and they don't like you. It's like you're just – it's your picture. So why don't you just try as much as you can on there? It's just like it averages. It's like, I mean, not, it's like statistics. The more people you try to get, you're eventually going to get one, you know. But if you don't try for anyone and the only girl you're like, you know, sort of rapping with is a girl who lives in New York, who's kind of distant, both physically and emotionally, you know, you're going to wind up staying in the same place that you are. This is the deal with you. This is what I think. I don't know that you really... I think it's very obvious what you need to do. I think you know it. I think you're probably fucking smart. I think you're probably a little lazy. I think you're probably your worst, your own worst enemy. And I think that you just don't want to do the things that you would need to do to change your life. But you need to do those things. And nobody is going to do that for you. Do you understand? Like if you don't do anything different, you will be exactly this way in 10 years. Like life does not come knocking at your door and change itself. It'll only get worse, right? You'll just get fatter. You'll get more lonely. You'll get, you know, less sort of available, like less um, uh, worthy of having a job because you'll be out of a job for so long. Like, so it's only going to get worse. You really need to make changes now. And even if you just do one thing, and probably the biggest change for you would be if you got yourself in good shape. I think that that would help your self-esteem and you'd feel better about yourself. So maybe like, can you just, what do you eat? Do you eat like just whatever the fuck you want? I eat, I try to eat home and eat, you know, healthy. But I go out to restaurants a lot or I'll eat a lot of chocolate, you know. Right, so you like sweets and you eat a lot of bread. Like, I'm serious. Like, bread and, like, rice and carb, carby stuff is, like, very fattening because it basically turns to sugar in your body. Like, I believe, like, if you eat anything from the earth, you're fine. I believe in olive oil. Fattening things are fine, but as long as it's, like, sort of from the earth. I live pretty clean and I eat very healthy. um, And I'm in very good shape for my age. Um, I work out, though, too, hardcore. But I think that um, if you probably just cut out half of the breads in your life, like say you eat a burger, don't eat the whole 
bun if you have french yeah. fries just get broccoli you could eat shit and oil like i said and all that stuff but if you cut out a little bit of that stuff you'll start to lose weight i'm sure do you drink like stupid things i think so many people get a lot of calories out of the stuff that they drink and that's such a fucking waste you know and people think oh they're drinking orange juice and it's just like you might as well be eating a brownie there's so many sugar in so many of the things and also diet stuff is not good what do you drink uh water Okay, so you do so you don't get yeah. like wasted calories and stuff that you drink. That's the best thing to drink water. No, 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 no. I drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. That's good. So yeah. then it's the food that you're eating. It's basically the food that you're eating. You're eating not right, and you have to change that up. And if you just change it up a little bit, you'll probably start to lose weight. There's some people out there that eat really. These are the people I feel the worst for. And I've known some people like this. They eat super healthy. They watch everything that they eat and they can't lose weight. Those people are the people that are fucked. But most people, that's not their problem. Most people that are out of shape are out of shape because they don't take care of themselves properly. They eat whatever they want. You know how many times I say no to pizza and french fries and shit that I want to eat? And that's why I look good. People be like, oh, you look good for genetics. No, I look good because it's important to me because I like to be healthy. It feels good to be healthy. Um, But if you want to look good... And you want to be in good shape as you get older. You can't eat like a 14-year-old, you know. You have to change your diet because your metabolism metabolism starts to slow down. So you can't – you have to change the way you eat. Even just a little bit. It'll make a difference. Maybe you don't need to be as emaciated as you were when you were 25. But if you – lose, how much overweight are you about? Uh, 200-something pounds. But how Um, tall are you? 5'9". How much are you supposed to weigh? <laughs> I don't even know. Like how well at five nine, what's your ideal weight? What was your weight when you were skinny? Okay, so you need to lose fifty know, pounds. Like, yeah. Okay. So even if you lost yeah. twenty five, that'd be a difference, right? Don't shoot for the whole fifty. Yeah. Lo- shoot for twenty pounds. And I'm gonna tell you for real, like if you start stop eating what you're eating and you start eating sort of clean and stop sh- eating sugar, you'll lose twenty pounds quickly. But you have to stay eating that way, you know? Yeah, I just go a little crazy. And me and um, I have Hamilton to break me. I just want to plug his Twitter again. Um, he told me that, um, you know, I try and make it so you can limit yourself, but you only have a couple every once in a while because if you go without anything at all ever, you go crazy. And right. I've been thinking about that, you know. So, I trust me, I calm down. I used to drink 10 bottles of Coke a day, you know, so... I don't drink anything that shit anymore. That's great. Water That's great. Down. That's great. McDonald's, all that. Ugh. That's great. But, and don't you feel better? I mean, I don't know. I don't even get full from that stuff. I can remember the last time I ate McDonald's. I think it was like 16 years ago. Um, and uh, yeah. I could eat like three Big Macs at, because that kind of stuff never gets you full because it's garbage, you know? Um I get full from like real things, but I like steak and I like vegetables and I like salad and I like olive oil and I like popcorn. I eat snack and a lot of popcorn and I just like, like that kind of stuff. And I like to eat plain, like I like healthy stuff, but clean stuff. I also live in New York city and it's really easy to eat healthy here because we have like amazing food. I think it's really hard when you're in a place or an area where, you know, all they offer is fast food and like restaurants with like shitty food, you know, like when I go to New Jersey to visit my parents, I'm at a loss of where to eat as well and I can't eat anything because all the food is like gross and bad for you and I don't like to eat that way really where I go when I go to New Jersey is I go to Whole Foods (laughs) and I eat there Because it's the only place where I could get good food, you know? So sometimes it's hard to find good, healthy food where you 
live because it doesn't like I eat really healthy but I love food I'm a foodie it's not like I torture myself and I'm eating like you know I don't know like shit with no flavor I eat really yummy things like to me a healthy meal is a steak and like sauteed broccoli with garlic and like you could have a salad with dressing like that's good food for you that's okay like you could eat as much of that kind of stuff as you want yeah so you just have to find like the right places so I think though um sugar is a big thing sugar like feeds off of sugar and that's like a hard yeah. thing. That's a hard habit to to kick. But if you could kick that, because it takes like a while to like get off of the addiction of sugar. So you have to like torture yourself of like wanting it and not having it. But if you could kill that addiction in yourself, with which most people have, you probably lose a lot of weight. And what's great about not being addicted to sugar is when you're addicted to it, it's like you feel like you have no control over yourself. I hate that feeling. Like when you eat healthy, you feel like in control of yourself. Like you don't have to have something. You eat when you're hungry. And that's like a great way to feel. When I eat unhealthy, if I go a couple days of eating unhealthy or I eat a lot of sugar because I get in that mood sometimes, then it takes me like, then I feel terrible because I'm never satisfied. I have to eat so much. I can't walk by a, a bag of cookies with not feeling like I have to have it. And I hate the way that feels. So, you you know, if you could get a grip on that sugar thing with yourself, that would help too. But these are a lot of, you have a lot of work to do. You're not working, so you have the time. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of work. I got got a lot of shit. I got to do. Do you want to be a loser your whole life? Hell no. No, it scares the shit out of me sometimes. But sometimes I feel like taking the easy way out because I just don't feel like I want to want to deal with the aggravation you know? right that's your problem that's your biggest problem but like that those are, that's your choice either deal with the aggravation and don't be a loser or be a loser because that's the difference between losers and winners in life for real right now you're going down the loser path you're a loser and that should scare yeah, the that should scare the shit out of you the fact that it scares the shit out of you is actually a good thing that means you have some ego left in yourself you know you don't want to get to the point where you actually don't even care about being a loser and you just stay a loser your whole life then you're really helpless right now it scares you to be a loser and you should you know use that fear of being a loser to get yourself out of it because you kind of are a loser right now yeah sorry to say but it's the truth you know that and it's not yeah, like you need to be. It's your choice. That's why I don't feel bad saying it. You're not like a handicapped man who has no legs, who can't get a girl. Like I feel, so, I would, I would feel sorry for that person. You're like fully capable of getting out there and meeting a chick if you wanted to. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just based on fucking shit that I thought was, you know, with women. It's just. I know. Get over it. Okay. That's a part of being like getting rejected is just a part of it. Okay. That's just the way that it goes. You know, instead of thinking about all the rejection, think about the girls that you did get. You fucked four girls in your life. You had a relationship for two years. Think about that. That's success. That was success in your life with girls. Think about how you got those people and think that it's possible to do it again. You got to stop being like a, yeah. a baby. You're like afraid. You're like literally you're afraid. And what you're supposed to do in life when you have a fear is you're supposed to face it and get over it. That's what, you know, fucking people that are fierce do. And that's what you have to do. You have to stop being, you know, sort of a victim to your own nonsense. Yeah, I know. I I, I just live my life. I watch, like I put on movies and that's it. That's my life. And I just, 
disappearance and, and yeah right disappear. of course i could tell that like i said i could tell that in your twitter field you live in like a fantasy land in your head you're not living your life out in reality and let me tell you you could do that your whole life and that's that's the only person that's going to suffer over that is you yeah you know life's too short you are going to die like literally you are going to die and it's all going to be over right now you're not dead you're alive and there's shit you could do you could be having a girl swallow your jizz right now if you wanted to if you get out of the fucking house okay and start doing something different that's what you have to do you need to do some shit for yourself and then check back in with me when you've made some changes or had some balls or gone out there and tried to pick up chicks or do some and then you know if you've made any kind of changes in your life when you do like if you do diet and you lose 20 pounds or you put yourself on tinder and you go out on a couple dates or something like when you do something different you call me back and we'll have you back on the show but as long as you continue to do the same thing i don't want to hear from you until you do something different okay okay so get your shit together I know. I hear what you're saying. So I'll get, you know. Do something. It's for you. I don't really care. Like, I have my own life. I've, like, you know, you have, this is your life. It's all you. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I hear what you're saying. I just gotta figure my shit out. I don't know what the fuck to do right now. But (laughs) I'll figure it out. Well, you'll listen back to this podcast and maybe you'll get some ideas. I think it's pretty All obvious right. what, what you have you... to do. There's some things that you have to do. It just the problem is you don't really like to do those things. Like you say, you like to take the easy way out. You have to. Uh, yeah. You have to just do some hard work, and things will change for you. And that's your choice. But I wish you luck. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what are you going to post this? I post my new. I don't really know yet. I have a lot of podcasts to tape this week. I post new episodes every Sunday. Uh, subscribe to my podcast. It's strictly anonymous. It's on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, and I will. I absolutely will send you a link for when it's going up. It'll be this Sunday or next Sunday or the next Sunday. I, I'm taping a lot this week, so I don't know which one I'm going to wind up airing. I have to edit them all out and everything. Um, but for sure, it'll be within the next couple of weeks, if not this Sunday. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. I'll for sure. I will send you an email when it when it's going to be aired. You know when it's going to air. I think you need to leave. I need to. I think you need to listen to it over and over again until something sort of like you know until the light bulb goes off in your head. Yeah, usually that's how it works with me. Yeah, nowhere I'll just decide. Yeah, that's how it works with everybody. All of a sudden, one day you're just like it just clicks. You know what I mean? You just need for yeah. it to click so you get to the, like, the motivation and the desire and the energy to sort of do things different and make the changes that you need to do. So I think it'll be really helpful you, for you to re-listen to this podcast, maybe. Okay? And I'll keep you posted. I'll let you okay. know when it goes up. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling in, and good luck. You too. Okay, Thank bye. You. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.